The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome to a longer, wider field. There's Chad Johnson, he's got it! And Ocho Cinco! Welcome to the Waggle. I think Nick Dembski just got tipped. Hey, thank you, <laughs> you just got a tip from a fan. That's his center to go back to the end zone, isn't it? Welcome to the Rouge. Down the sideline goes Ellingson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. That's right, it is another episode of the CFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Rod Gomez, but today, ladies and gentlemen, look, I'm cramming about a week's worth of work into a couple of days. Schedules have been tight, so this week I'm calling in a filler uh, for, for CFL Jim you know his voice from the SGPN network uh, as an ATM machine, SGPN network, whatever. You know his, his name. You know his face. He is Justin Mark of the fantasy football fame, now the NFL gambling fame, and uh, just an overall good friend and a fellow CFL contributor for the Sportsbook Review. Justin, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk some CFL. We can call me CFL Justin for today to take your co-host's name. <laughs> we'll call you, yeah, we'll call you CFL Justin. Look, and 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 I'm not. I'm bringing you off the street, right, for this show. Obviously, not off the street for the podcast network. You host the old-fashioned fantasy football show on the SGP and Fantasy feed with your wife, guys. If you haven't listened to that show yet, you are missing out. Justin and Miranda are fabulous. They just, they're, they're so good. You guys are so good, Justin. You're so good together. <laughs> well, thank you. We really appreciate that. And as most people will tell you, um, our friend Cody said it earlier today, She she's the talent on the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, sometimes you just got to know when to actually let the other person shine, and especially when they're better, which is why I bring on all of you guys because, you know, <laughs> It's just me. I just, I yap and, and you guys bring the substance. You yap very well, Rod. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I was fishing for that compliment. Uh, all right. So here's the thing. And Justin knows the drill because he's listened to the show several times before. We're, this is our pick show. We're going to give you and break down the slate, give you all of the bets that we like from the weekend of action in the CFL, which by the way, this week uh, starts on Friday night. There is no Thursday night football. It's a doubleheader on Friday. Doubleheader on Saturday. Uh, this is where the schedule starts to shift for the CFL, and we start to see um, a lot more games uh, doubling up on Friday night because uh, Thursday night football starts to go by the wayside. But again, it's two games on Friday night, two games on Saturday night for um, for this weekend slate. So you have an extra day to take all of this in and to digest it. And so luckily the books came out early Tuesday and we were able to to get things going, but yeah. Um, I'm excited for another week of CFL action, Justin. I know, like I said, you write for the Sportsbook Review. You break down games as well. Um, are, how are you enjoying the CFL season this this so far? 
I've really enjoyed it. Um, this was kind of my first year of really diving into CFL and it is fun to watch when I've explained it to people that haven't watched it. It's like, okay, you have three downs. So your small plays, you know, you don't have those as often. Um, you got your wide receivers that are running towards the line of scrimmage right at the snap. It's just, it's fast. It moves fast and it is fun to watch. It absolutely is. That waggle just throws everybody into when you haven't seen it before, especially if you're not an indoor football fan as an American. Yeah, it definitely throws you. But um, all right. Well, Justin, let's go ahead and dive into our our slate. It begins, like I said, Friday night, seven o'clock. It is the Edmonton Elks taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks, both of these teams in a free fall. Elks two and seven, Red Blacks one and seven. <sighs> Just a frustrating season as an Ottawa Red Blacks fan, but uh, what can you say? When we look at what we're up against here uh, as far as the spread, surprisingly enough, Ottawa is the favorite here at minus four and a half. I don't know that you would have ever thought that Ottawa would enter a game as the favorite, but here we are in week 11, Ottawa Red Blacks favored by four and a half over the Elks. Look at the money line. It's plus 155 or plus 170 or wherever you can find, man, shop around. There's some pretty good lines out there for the Elks if you want to bet the Elks way. Uh, about minus 180 is what you'll find for the Red Blacks if you want to bet them. Over under here, set at about 47 and a half. You can find it at 48 and a half um, if you shop around as well. But I'm telling you right now, Justin, as a Red Blacks fan, I like that they're the favorites, but that scares me. <laughs> well, and when you look at these two teams, neither one of them have been good against the spread at home. 0-4 for both of them against the spread at home. Um, and your home games are supposed to be the ones you have your fighting chance in, right? Even when you're a bad team, those are supposed to be the games that you you show up to. It just hasn't happened for either of these teams, and I got to stick with that trend. I know I'm not going to make friends with you um, picking against your team here, but I'm going to stick with that trend, and even if Ottawa wins, I think they win by a very small margin, so I'm going to go with Edmonton. Ottawa's not good at home. They just are not good at home. They uh, they haven't won at home this season. They haven't won at home in a very long time. So it, it just, I, I can't hate you for that because something about TD Place just does not deliver for Ottawa. And I, I want to say this is the time. I really do. But Edmonton is scrappy and Edmonton has not necessarily gone down completely without a fight. So, you know, it, it just... I don't know, man. I want I want to take Ottawa here, but I still feel like four and a half might be too much. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Um, like like I said, I I think they will pull this one out. I think they will get that home victory, but I think it's going to be a very small margin. Um, I, I was surprised to see they were four and a half point favorites. I expected it to be around the three. Um, so that's what I'm I'm leaning. I think they can win by three. I don't think they win by more than that. And I don't think points are going to be, uh, spoiler alert, I don't think points are going to be put up in this game very much anyway. So it's going to come down to Lewis Ward kicking field goals once again for Ottawa. And, you know, when you're not scoring sevens, it's very difficult to beat a team by more than three points. So, uh, yeah. Sure. Well, and then Edmonton's 3-6 against the spread this season. Uh, Ottawa 3-5. and five. So, you know, it's just, it's it, not, it doesn't breed much confidence in me that Ottawa can cover a four-and-a-half-point spread. What what an exciting barn burner game to start the week with, right? 
know. Well, they got to get it out of the way, don't they? They got to figure something out. Uh, All right, so the spread there is four and a half. I think both Justin and I are going to take Edmonton plus four, uh, unfortunately, in this instance. As far as the money line is concerned, uh, Justin, is this a game where Ottawa wins this but only wins it by three? That's what I think. I think that's going to happen, you know, three or less. Um, I think they do pull it out, but... Yeah, um, Ottawa on the money line, but Edmonton on the spread. Edmonton has looked so ridiculously back and forth this season. They've looked like they could win games, and then they've just gotten blown the heck out, of course, against uh, BC. But even still, you know, it's just a matter of what what Edmonton team is going to show up. And Taylor Cornelius playing well, but again, he looked suspect last week against the Riders. So I'm not quite sure exactly what i want to do with this but i maybe ottawa gets a home game or their home win finally uh and i'm going to cheer for that because i always say i always say i want to make bets that i want to cheer for so i'm, I'm going to go ahead and take ottawa on the money line as well because to me uh this will be the game that they end up winning and maybe it writes the ship yeah very well could happen and then as far as the over under I honestly could see it going either way. I could see the defenses not being able to stop the offenses or just a very slow, sluggish game. Um, I think I am going to side with the slow side and take under. Uh, I think it's at 48 right now. Um, that it just I don't see them going over that. I think it's going to be a slow start, and you're going to see these offenses that have kind of struggled back and forth here. I think you're going to see them continue to struggle. Yeah, I can't. I can't even remotely want to take the over on this one i i just again kicking field goals is what ottawa does best uh look at what they they've done over the last few weeks especially ottawa uh they had a 50 point over under didn't hit that 48 point over under didn't hit that against the argos montreal and them scored 70 points that was fantastic but that was still uh, uh an outlier um they had a 58 point game against the oh, i'm sorry a 48 point game against the hamilton tiger cats which obviously is not over 48 and a half. Uh, they, they failed to reach 46 and a half against the Riders. You know, they have not had luck scoring points this season. They've done it a couple of times, but they haven't necessarily consistently done it. And then the Elks have, have been in shootouts where they've gone over. But again, this is against the Riders. It's against BC. It's against the Owls who score points. Uh, them and the Stamps, actually, uh, the, they can let everybody score. Uh, the Stampeders score there. And the Ticats... Teams that traditionally put the ball in the end zone. So 48 and a half, if I can find that number, I'm definitely going under that as well because I'm telling you, it's field goals, man. And it's it sucks to say as a, as a Red Blacks fan, but that's what they score. <laughs> and I think that's their best chance of winning too, to just kind of slow drive that um, the ball down the field, limit the opponent's opportunities. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's the game they need to play in order to win. If they can get William Powell actually going, that's that's the key. They need to get William Powell going the way he went in that Grey Cup year. Uh, you know, just they they got to get him going. That's that's all there is to it. Without Agreed, William yeah. Powell, yeah, without William Powell, that offense is is just not moving. So, uh, all right, wrap that up. We're going to take uh, the Elks plus four or four and a half if you can find it. Uh, Ottawa money line and then under forty eight and a half. For that game, which is tough because, I mean, there's a lot of overs over the last few weeks, uh, but this one I think is safe on the under. Let's move to Friday night football, the late edition, 10 o'clock Eastern. I'm in mean, 10 o'clock, uh, yeah, Eastern. <laughs> I forget what time zone I'm in. 
Uh, <laughs> 10 o'clock Eastern, it is the BC Lions against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. BC rolling 7-1. and one. Sask finally above 500 at 5-4. and four. BC 6-2 and two against the spread. Sask 5-4 and four against the spread as we move into this. Obviously, the Lions coming off of a one-point just squeaker against the Stamps. And the uh, uh, Rough Riders coming in with a convincing second half uh, against the Elks for the win. Both of these teams winning games, but uh, it's just, man, uh, it's the Lions world. And, and it's so ridiculous how good they have been, how good they are, and how good Nathan Rourke is. To the tune that now BC is coming in four and a half point favorites over the Riders. Uh, so, I mean, what are we thinking about this one, Justin? Four and a half points for the Lions. Yeah, the Lions are so good. That game was so good last week. Um, I thought for sure they were out of it multiple times, and they just keep coming back. Um, like 488 yards and four touchdowns for Rourke. What a performance. And I just think that that team has a belief in itself. And until I see that fade or flicker, I'm not fading them. Um, I'm taking them on the money line. I'm taking them to cover the spread. I don't think uh, Ses. Ses Oh man, can't talk. I don't think the Rough Riders will go with that. I don't think they're as good of a team as the Stampeders um, that played uh, BC very tough last week. And um, yeah, I just, I'm all over BC this week. It's tough. I know that BC is going to win this, but I'm a little frustrated because last week I had BC minus one and a half. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> that was a one point win that they pulled out. I think you're right in the fact that BC has that swagger. I mean, it was a giant, that was a shootout, 41 to 40 last week against the Stamps. And Nathan Rourke is going to ride that moment. This isn't a game where they tired themselves out. It just seems to me that this BC Lions offense, which I, I got to say, and I haven't said it yet, but I, when I look at Rick Campbell, right, Rick Campbell was the head coach for the Ottawa Red Blacks uh, early in their career, early in his uh, um, head coaching career. And he had so many 500 teams and and just under 500 teams but he kept he kept getting him to the playoffs he kept getting him to the gray cup i always thought to myself what could he do with a a team that had all of the pieces this is what he can do with a team with all the pieces he's got the quarterback he's got a receiving core that just is amazing from top to bottom a good running game like this is the whole package for rick campbell and he's showing us what he can do yeah, absolutely. There are not many holes or flaws on this team up and down the board. And um, yeah, it, it's really interesting. You know, they they have that one loss against Winnipeg. I can't wait till they play them again. Um, but yeah, this team has just been fun to watch. Very fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, and so I for that reason, though, I really I'm going to take uh, BC and the points as well. Because look, when you talk about the Riders, they've done like I said, five and four against the spread. They failed to cover a, a one-point spread against BC uh, in July. They failed to cover a three-point spread, plus three against Toronto when they lost in both games of those, minus two as well. So they've had trouble covering the spread. And, and BC, well, quite simply, they have not. And in fact, the one last week was just... <laughs> It was two and a half and, and on some books. I got it at one and a half, but I was very heartbroken. Uh, but, you know, before that, they covered a nine-point spread against the Elks, handily covered the one-point spread against Sask in July. Uh, so, 
Yeah, I have a feeling that they're going to do it again. Last time these guys met, 32-17 in a game that, uh, yeah, just wasn't even close. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, there's there's no stopping them. I don't. I think the uh, the Riders are the top. They're the leaders in sacks, but um, Rourke gets protected very well, and I don't think they can slow that offense, and I don't think they can keep up with that offense either. Very few. I mean, Calgary tried. Calgary almost did, and then once you know they figured out, oh wait, no, we can move the ball, and we will move the ball, <laughs> and and that was it. The floodgates opened. So, um, all right, money line on this one actually. Surprisingly enough, for even the the point spread that you're given, BC's still only about minus 175 is about the best price that you can find it, uh, where the riders are at plus 165 when you shop around for that price. So does this surprise you as far as the money line is concerned, or or is this about where you think it should be? Yeah, I would think it'd be a little around minus 210. Um, That feels a little more appropriate, but... um... It doesn't bother me since I'm all over the line, so I'm jumping on that. Yeah, I mean the money line here. I, it, you, when you're picking winners to win, like you gotta you gotta pay the juice. So minus yep. one seventy five, <laughs> I think, is where you're at. So you just got to make a big enough bet to make it worth your while, uh, or you can crazy parlay it like our buddy CFL Jim does and uh, and make that work for you. Over under here set at about you can if you can find it at fifty three. That's that's kind of crazy, but 51 and a half is, is kind of where I'm comfortable, and I think I'm comfortable taking the over at 51 and a half. Oh, absolutely. Um, the last several games that BC has had, 41 points, 46 points, 32 points. I mean, they put up a lot of points, and I think the Rough Riders are going to find a way to put up some points anyways to keep up with them, so I like the over. Yeah, I mean, and even for the Riders, it's 34 points against the Elks. They did score 17 uh, against the the Lions last time. I mean, this did not go over. In fact, it pushed at 49 uh, in July. But again, that was, you know, with a, a kind of a hobbled team and Cody Fajardo still wasn't 100% yet. So with a full Cody Fajardo, you might get uh, at least a couple more scores out of it, especially if he's rushing touchdowns in like he did last week. But yeah, I mean, BC alone can score you over 51. So whatever the, the whatever the riders can add on top of that is almost gravy at this point. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah, we'll take the over on that one. Uh, all right, so we're going to go ahead and take the Lions. If you can find it at about four and a half, we'll take, or even four, we'll take that. Uh, Lions minus four. We'll take the Lions money line. Wherever you can find the cheapest one at, uh, minus 175 seems to be it right now, according to Odds Trader. And then uh, 51 and a half for the over. And and I would even take it as high as 52. I don't know that I'd take it at 53. That still scares me. But uh, 51 and a half, I think, is is a good safe over for that as well. Yep, I agree. 52, 52 and a half. Um, Like you said, once you get beyond that, you're wondering if the uh, the writers can put up enough points to, to meet that. I don't doubt the Lions can. But can the can the writers, you know, compete enough to keep up with that? Yep, and and you know it depends on which Cody. Like Jim always says, it depends on which Cody Fajardo you're going to get. If you get good Cody Fajardo, then this is going to crush the over, and then some. If you don't, you're going to be scrambling. So, <clears throat> all right, let us step away. We got two more games to break down the Saturday night games, uh, but we'll break 
Real quick, just to tell you about Win. Are you thinking about WinBet? Now's the perfect time because new customers who bet $100, you get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet because the reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to bet MLB+. Plus. The WinBet Casino is always open. It's 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also just released their first QB with five TD props bet. So jump on that. Somebody seems to think Josh Allen may get there. I'm not quite so sure. You go place your bet figure out how to do that so much to choose from all you got to do head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-i-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 you heard me call them out earlier it is the only site that I go to now, especially for all of our CFL odds, all of our CFL research. It is oddstrader.com. What is oddstrader.com? Well, it doesn't just have CFL. It's got NHL, soccer, college football, college basketball, MLB, NBA, so much more. This is a place where you can shop for your lines. This is a place where you can find the research while you're shopping for your lines. I don't have to have 6,000 tabs open on my browser anymore bogging down my computer, making this feed so Justin's like, what are you saying? I don't know what you're saying because you keep cutting out. All that's done because now with one tab, I can do all of my research and all of my handicapping. It is oddstrader.com. I love it. I use it. You need to use it from now on. Not only can I do all of my research and all of my handicapping, but I can also keep track of my bets that I make all across the books because it is a bet tracker as well. Tell me something it doesn't do. You can't. Go to OddsTrader right now. OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. Get in on this action. Join us in handicapping with OddsTrader. OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. OddsTrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. Run Your Pool is the home of competition. It's bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers different game types under the sun you can do pick them you can do survivor you can do fantasy pools it's literally a one-stop shop for sports gaming it's got customizable features that you will not find anywhere else plus we have teamed up with run your pool we're hosting a official sgpn nfl survivor contest best of all it is free to enter plus we got some amazing prizes that are going to be announced very very soon I'm telling you running pools is not easy at all especially if you're that guy in the office that's sitting there thinking to myself oh, i gotta run a pool how am i gonna do this i remember back in the old school days when i had to not only type it up on a notepad but i had to print out every single pool every single week i don't got to do that anymore now all i got to do is just go to run your pool and they do it all for me and i don't got to be caught up in passing it out and all that other good stuff they do it hop in right now reserve your spot you get 500 cash and a 250 gift card and gift to the sgpn store if you win this contest Sign up today right now over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Saturday night features yet another double header. I, I like Justin better when they do these uh, Friday night, Saturday night ones. I love Thursday night football, don't get me wrong, 
But uh, when it when it gets to the NFL season, it gets difficult to watch Thursday night football. So I like when they stack them on Friday and Saturday nights for me. For sure, agreed. So, uh, and they're doing that again this week, week eleven, and it begins on Saturday at four p.m. or <laughs> Eastern. Damn it, I hate time zones. Uh, where the <laughs> Hamilton Tiger Cats are taking on the Montreal Alouettes. Tie Cats and the Owls, it's a it's a rivalry about as big as the Wild. But I'm sure the Hamilton Tiger Cats are happy that they're not seeing the Toronto Argonauts again. Just wait, they'll do it next week. But I'm sure they're they're happy for the break at this point. Yeah, agreed. So Hamilton enters this one as eh, you can find them at three point underdogs or two and a half point underdogs depending on where you shop and then if you look at the money line the let's see the tie cats are plus 115 plus 135 if you can find them and minus 130 for the owls over under on this one is set at 48 and a half pretty much across the board so start with the spread justin i mean where are you comfortable taking either one of these teams given their their spread here so uh, obviously both these teams coming off of wins last week. Hamilton beat Toronto, but the Owls gave Winnipeg their first loss. And I just have a feeling that they are uh, sniffing themselves a little bit, as they say after this. They're feeling themselves, probably partied hard after that, thinking, you know, we finally gave the Bombers their first loss. Nobody else could do it. And I think that's going to affect them rolling over this week. Um, because of that reason, I am fading them. I'm on Hamilton, the spread, and the money line. I'm taking them both. Beautiful. Well, yeah, Hamilton is at plus three. I, I think you're on to something with the hangover there win against the Bombers because, again, they did lose to the Bombers the week before. So it wasn't as if they were they were out of the blue beating the Bombers. They had played them the week before. And, you know, Jim had brought it up a couple weeks ago. It's tough to beat a team back-to-back a la the Hamilton Tiger Cats, who also played the same team back-to-back and also lost their first game against them and won against the Argos last week. So they kind of did the flip side of that, or the the exact same thing, Montreal and Hamilton coming off of the same sort of momentum. Uh, But who's going to get the better of them? I think for Montreal, like you had said, this is a bigger win for the Owls than Hamilton against Toronto yeah, okay, it was a big win for Hamilton as well because they needed to, to get that against Toronto. But that's an East Division opponent. They played three straight East Division opponents. Uh, well, two, I guess, if you want to. But, you know, even still, it's just it's going to be tough. I, I think that uh, Hamilton's got the momentum. Dane Evans, you know, Matthew Schiltz. If Dane Evans comes back, we're even in for it more. But even Matthew Schiltz can get it done. Yeah, he did really good filling in there. Um, I know they've played him um, a couple series here and there, a couple plays here and there all year, but um, did very good leading the team with Evans out. And yeah, I think no matter who's at quarterback there, I think that they they did build the momentum. I think the Owls have a little bit of a hangover from beating the Bombers, and um, I like the Ticats here. <sighs> Me too. Against my better judgment, I think, uh, as well. And plus, I mean, look, if Schultz is in revenge game much, right, against his old team, uh, who who pretty much kept him in the same role as he is with the Thai Cats? So yeah, I'll definitely take that. Um, all right, so we're looking at the money line. So Hamilton is at plus one ten right now. Is about oh, plus one twenty again, depending on where you find it. I've even seen it up to plus one thirty five. So I mean, if you can find it up to plus one thirty five, uh, grab it there for sure. 
because that's uh, I think Hamilton has a better chance I think of winning this game just like Justin laid out over under 48 uh, <laughs> that I, I it feels weird to say it but I, I'm I'm a little scared of the 48 number um, but because you look at the last time that they these two played it was 24 17 not even close to 49 um, and and then against Winnipeg the week before it was 48 and a half was the over under they only got to 37 so uh, the Montreal Alouettes did. So I don't know. How are you feeling on this this over-under? Yeah, I think I like the under here. Um, you know, Montreal showed that they can really turn it up on defense, limiting the Bombers. That's not an easy thing to do. The Ticats have put up big um, some big points, uh, you know, 34 last week. Um, but I think just thinking of how I think this game flow is going to go, I'm going to go with the under on this one. Yeah, I think the under as well. I'm not seeing a whole lot of high flying going around uh, for either team. And, and you know, you're right. Defenses have been a little bit better than expected heading into this game. And we all know that Hamilton's always had a good defense, and they, they always will have a good defense. So um, I think this is going to be a, a tightly contested game. And I, like I said, I think this is going to go under 48 and a half. So, uh, all right. So it's Montreal. I'm sorry, Montreal. It's Hamilton uh, plus the points. Wherever you can find them, uh, the more the better, really, because they are the underdogs. So, um, you know, whatever <laughs> you can find them at. And then we'll take the money line, and then we'll take the under on this one as well. All right, Saturday night and Week 11 wrap up with a game against the Calgary Stampeders as they go to BMO to take on the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, you know, it's the East versus the West in this instance, and the West usually seems to have the upper end on this. And uh, as such, the Stamps actually come in as very small uh, favorites in this one. Two and a half points. It's it's a little bit crazy. But uh, yeah, two and a half point favorites over the Argos. Uh, on the money line, it's it's not juiced all that much. Uh, you can find them at 133 uh, if you want. If you look, Toronto's plus money. I think the best I see them right now is at plus 120. And then, of course, the over-under on this one coming in at about 49.5 in some places, 50 in others. So, uh, you know, it's funny because Calgary was always basically favored no matter where they went. And Calgary's 5-3 and three right now. The Argos are 4-4. Four and four. But I'm not seeing that out of the Stamps this season. And they were supposed to be a favorite to win the West. And now, of course, we know that BC and Winnipeg are sort of running away with it. So what does this put the Stamps? And, and where does this put this game for you, Justin? Yeah, so I thought Calgary was going to struggle last week without, um, you know this, the listeners probably don't know this, but Kadeem Carey, one of my favorite CFL players, just because of his time with the Chicago Bears. Um, but I also think he's a really good player. It's not just because he played for the Bears. But I thought they were going to really struggle without him. They managed to kind of um, flip the script on how their offense was and put up big points without him. So whether he's missing this game, I think he's expected to be back. Whether he will or not, we don't know yet. And then um, I just read Andrew Harris is out four to six weeks for Toronto and may still need surgery and be out for the rest of the year. When you watch that team, he seems to be the heart of that team. He is the heart of Toronto. Um, he runs hard. He just he sets that tone for them. So I really see them struggling without him and um, without him even being on the field there. I think the Stampeders proved to themselves that they don't have to rely just on Kadeem Carey. And so I like I like Calgary um, to win this one. I like them on the money line and on the spread. Yeah, and really, again, that's that's what 
when you look at Andrew Harris, he's the heart of any team. I mean, he was the heart of uh, he was the heart of Winnipeg back in the day. Like he just he has that that capability of putting the game on his back. And without him, it's going to be a tough sell. Brandon Banks still hasn't necessarily turned into the type of player that that uh, Toronto's wanted out of him as well. But really, my handicapping begins and ends with the fact that Calgary has not lost a game against an East Division opponent this season. Uh, they beat the Alouettes. They beat the Tiger Cats. They beat the Red Blacks. Like they they don't lose against East Division opponents. And and really, but outside of Saskatchewan back to back. Toronto hasn't beaten a West Division opponent. And Saskatchewan, it's funny because they they did not have Cody Fajardo in that uh, rematch in uh, back in July 24th. They played a very close game against them on the 16th. Yes, granted, that was a really good game, but, you know, that, that was about it. And, and outside of the Riders, they haven't beat a West Division opponent. I'll put it that way. So, and without Andrew Harris, that is going to be very, very difficult and I'm not it's not that I'm not sold on McLeod Bethel Thompson and what he can do for the team but it's it's just frustrating because he's such a good player they've got so many good they've got basically the entire Calgary Stampeders receiving core around him and yet I don't know what it is about East Division teams with Western uh, uh, receivers they just can't seem to make them work so yeah I'm taking the stamps with uh, this one as well I'll even take the points uh, for this and then on the money line, because it's not even that juiced, I'm going to go ahead and take the money line on this one. Uh, if I can find the lowest price for it, I'll definitely take Calgary on the money line. My only, my only concern is the over here. Um, I don't know that I want to take over 50 because two things. One, Calgary's defense, very, very good. Toronto's offense without Andrew Harris, a little difficult. And Calgary, they're not necessarily burning the barns down lately. Uh, with their their total, I mean, they obviously in a shootout with BC, absolutely. But before that, 17 points against the Red Blacks, 28 points against the Bombers, 19 against the Bombers. Okay, they had 49 against the Elks, but that's the Elks, uh, and 30 against the Elks, but that's the Elks. So uh, lately, they just haven't been putting up the points. Yeah, and I think um, I think Toronto's going to struggle anyway. So I think Calgary can really control the narrative of the game by just running the ball kind of controlling the clock um so yeah i agree with you there 50 is is pretty high um for both these teams i think so i like the under and even if carries out like Diedrich mills came in and did fantastic for sure much much better than i expected because i didn't want to believe that carry was just going to be replaced like that <laughs> hey but that's the thing about the stamps man they have had a just a parade of great running backs i mean even go back to Messam. uh and, and mess him running the ball that that was fun to watch too so uh, you could probably even go back further I know that my actual diehard CFL fans are like well what about before that yeah they had good running backs before that but remember I only became a fan in 2016 so um, you know whatever uh, but yeah I think I think this is Calgary's game it's not even going to be necessarily all that close and their defense is going to have because they're going to have to key off on uh, Alouette, uh, Alouette um, Aldette I can't even pronounce his name because I'm that bad. Um, but yeah, it just to me, this is going to be a um, uh, Calgary game. Yep, agreed. All right, we're going to step away, and I was trying to keep making a case for Calgary. It's just, I, I shouldn't try. It just is going to be Calgary. <laughs> uh, we're going to step away for a break, come back. We're going to give you some of our favorite bets for the weekend. But before we do, I'll tell you about Sleeper. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today. 
It's got millions of players. I know you probably have a fantasy league on there or six or seven. I know I use it for mine. They just passed four million users and now you can win on Sleeper by playing the new over-under game first. In any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Pick the over and the under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper's the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. And the reason that I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together so stop what you're doing right now download the sleeper app play their new over under game and have some fun with your friends make some money on your mobile phone you could join our listener group at sleeper at sleeper.com slash sgp sleeper is going to automatically match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars again go to sleeper.com slash sgp you'll get a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details love coffee Drink a ton of it right now, which is why I'm talking so fast. And why am I even more hyper? Because it's trade coffee. They've given me the nitro super boosted coffee that I wanted because I took their quiz. They matched me up with the coffee that I like. And now, literally to the moon, I go because I'm so caffeinated. Uh, but, I mean, again, it's not just because Trade Coffee gave me the coffee that I like. It's because they tasted that coffee. They've made sure that coffee is exactly what I wanted. We all talked. We got together. We figured out what I like, and they've given it to me. And they'll do the same for you. All you have to do is take their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP. They're going to get you a coffee profile and then they'll find you the coffee that you like and then they'll send it to you as much as you want as much as you need at the intervals that you like i'm telling you right now i'm trying to slow it down for you because i'm talking way too fast even for myself because trade coffee is that good they've got me that hyped up you got to go try them do it right now you're going to get a total of 30 dollars off your first order plus free shipping if you go to drinktrade.com sgp you want more than 40 cups of coffee for free? Do that. Go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. Get started by taking their quiz today at drinktrade.com slash SGP. Let Trade Coffee find you a coffee that you're going to love. That's tradecoffee.com slash SGP for $30 off. Look, I know we've all been in tough situations. Yes, gas prices are coming down. Yes, it's a little easier to fill up your tank, but it still takes about 50 more thousand dollars than you want to fill up your tank. Well, guess what? If that is difficult for you, like I know it's difficult for me, uh, you gotta try Dave. What is Dave? Well, Dave's a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to put money or to put gas in that tank. You can even maybe buy wedding gifts as wedding season starts to wind down or catch up on some bills. Or you can finally tackle all those expensive expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. No interest, no credit check needed at all. Millions of people have already downloaded the, downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right, Justin, this is the part of the show where Jim and I usually give out what we absolutely love and what bets are I guess in a sense, locks uh, for you on the week. So why don't you hit me with one of your favorite bets for the weekend? 
I can't fade BC. So even Moneyline, um, I don't know if I like him as much on the spread, but the BC Moneyline's low enough that I really like it. Um, so that that's my lock right there. You, you, they're not going to lose, I don't think. There's no way they lose. Yeah, BC, those guys, man, even when you want to count them out, like, like last week, I mean, we wanted to count them out. You're like, well, looks like this isn't their week. They come charging back and give us probably one of the most entertaining games that we've seen all season, at least. Absolutely. And watch the game closely against the Riders because last week when BC went down, their money line was like plus 350 in game live betting. And I thought, it's BC. They they have a great offense. They They're still in this put some money in. And then I thought, well, there went my money because it looked like they were going to lose. Um, and they pulled it out within the last minute. So I, that's another thing I would say for a lock. If you're a live better or do in-game betting, watch this game. If BC goes behind, uh, see where you can get it at and, um, yeah, make some money that way. Love it. Love it. That's the sharp angles that we're looking for. Um, all right. I'm going to go ahead and take Calgary as my lock of the week, basically. I mean, Calgary, they, they don't lose against East opponents. As much as we want to say that uh, they, they've been struggling this season, 5-3 and three is not necessarily that big of a struggle, but if you're the Stamps and you're used to being first place in the division and, and within the conversation of actually being top in the West Division and now here you are looking maybe at a crossover <laughs> at, at worst, uh, yeah, you're the Stamps and you got to win. you got to beat these East Division teams in order to do it. Toronto hobbled, may not have Andrew Harris. It's tough. They haven't been able to get Speedy B going as much as they want, and and that defense has definitely not done the Toronto Argonauts any sort of, of justice. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely take Calgary, um, especially on the money line where it's not necessarily as juiced as much. So I, I like that uh, I like that bet. Absolutely. One more fun one I got for you, a little parlay. Um, Edmonton plus 4.5, Lions on the money line, Calgary – with spread two and a half, and then the tie cats plus two and a half, ten to one. If you uh, wrap all four of those, and I I like all four of those picks a lot, so I'll probably lay a little bit down on that. And at ten to one, you could you could risk a very low amount and have a decent payout and just have fun with it. It's like the spirit of Jim just came down. <laughs> it was like parlay, parlay. Yes, Jim Absolutely. loves his crazy parlays. I like that one though. I mean, again, that's that's everything we talked about and. If you can roll it in for plus money, man, that please do. Please find that. Um, and then I'm just going to give out my 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 little – go ahead and sprinkle something on this, and that's Ottawa. Um, if you can find good odds on Ottawa to, to cover the spread – I mean, not cover the spread, but at least to win, then by all means do that uh, because I, I do think Ottawa does get a home win this week. They had the week off last week, so they had a lot of time to sit around and think about what they've done. And they need this. They really do need this more than anything because Ottawa is a franchise with a, with a fan base that is absolutely rabid and cannot stand the fact that they are losing as much as they are because I know I'm one of them. Sit around and think about what they've done or what they haven't done, yeah. which is win enough games. So <laughs> Win any games except for the yeah. one. I mean, we were all happy that that happened and then we had to go and turn around and, and lose again. Our nation is not happy uh, at all. So... Yeah, I mean, it was the Stamps, though. And and look, Calgary's, for what it's worth, one of our biggest uh, uh, rivals over the last few years. So, <sighs> still. 
Yeah, I you know you know what I hope they do get a, a home game win. I think the fans definitely deserve that. Yep, TD Place needs to go rocking finally. Um, all right, Jim. Well, that or Jim. Whoo! <laughs> look at how look at how. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, that's like when you call your girlfriend. Uh, okay, Justin. <laughs> yeah, Justin. You both start with J. All right, Justin. Yep. Let's uh, wrap up the show as we do do. Since I I made the major faux pas, let me extend. Uh, the invitation to join me on the DFS show. Would you do that for me? Absolutely. Okay, fine. Justin, why don't you tell everybody out there listening where they can find you on social media? Yep, follow me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. That's right. Find all of his work over on the Sports Gambling Podcast website as well. Man, the guy's going to start hosting uh, not only his show, the old-fashioned show, which, by the way, do yourself a favor. If you if you have time commuting, matter of fact, if you have time, make time to listen it's a refreshing show it's so beautiful grab yourself a nice whiskey drink along uh and and yeah have some fun with the old-fashioned on the fantasy football feed and then of course the nfl gambling podcast where justin will be on soon follow me on twitter at rj via gomez find this show wherever you find all of your favorite podcasts find me on the nascar gambling podcast the nfl gambling podcast the cfl gambling podcast the f1 gambling podcast look you know where to find me Nah, that's the wrong one this is the one we're looking for Guys, I told you it's been a long week already, and it's only Tuesday, so uh, we're going to keep going with this. (laughs) Until next time, everybody, we'll see you tomorrow, and enjoy your three downs, and let it ride.